Welcome to Becoming Unstoppable, the podcast. So excited you're all here. I'm Jen, your host, a mindset coach for female entrepreneurs to navigate through their resistance so they can become unstoppable within their business and in their life. We all desire for big dreams to happen, but often they are a dream and it's our fears that are stopping us taking action. It's our sabotaging patterns. So this podcast is really all about how to navigate through that. It's about my experience and I will be having some of the big thought leaders of the industry coming on too. I am so excited for this week's podcast interview with the most beautiful, amazing soul. I would like to welcome Diane McKendrick from Those Two Sisters. And this woman is absolutely amazing. She is my life coach and I have known her for a couple of years. Welcome, Di. Hello, 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 and welcome, everybody. Thank you, Jen, so much for having me here. It's an absolute delight uh, to be here today to chat to you and all your listeners and hopefully drop some gold nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> and if yeah. not, just make you guys laugh a little. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Oh, this is going to be amazing. And really becoming unstoppable is really about getting women who are doing big, amazing things talking about their journey because I think we we have this assumption especially as women that we see someone and we don't understand the journey that they have walked across and sometimes we can believe that it's all um, that high light real we only think that we only think positively we only you know wear designer clothes or you know I, th- I really want to be honest and, you know, getting to that sort of root of, you know, the juicy stuff of how people became unstoppable and it is a journey. But I'd love to know from you, Di, where did your, where do you feel like this journey really started of becoming unstoppable in your truth? Oh, well, first of all, I have a disclaimer to make. I am unstoppable and I am sitting here in a tracksuit right now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I just heard you mention, you know, people thinking that uh, when you become unstoppable, you might be wearing designer clothes. And if that's your thing, like seriously do it and it lights you up, but it's never really been my thing. So I thought, oh, that's important to throw in there because I, I agree with you, Jen, people look from the outside in and think that, you know, the unstoppable women in your community or around you have all our shit together and we don't. <laughs> and mm. I think that is where the journey started for me. Like, Even as a small girl, I always felt different. I always felt unique. And I hear now a lot of us have felt like that, but we didn't really know how to express that or put it into words. So, you know, I was always seeking, um, I think, to stand out, but not too much because as I was growing up, I was an athlete and I was a very gifted athlete and I worked really hard and I got a gold medal at the national titles, the schoolgirl national titles when I was like 16 years old, I think it was. And when I got back from that, cause that was my goal. I was training morning and night. Every, all the other kids were going to pizza hut and having sleepovers. And I just knew I was destined for more. Like I just always, as a little girl, I would look around and, you know, like quite a sensitive little soul. And I just knew I didn't want to be doing the nine to five. I didn't want to be struggling to make ends meet. Um, I saw the beauty in everybody and yeah, I put my head down and my bum up and I did what I was really good at. I got that gold medal. And then I thought, 
I came back thinking that I would be um, celebrated and I got severely bullied. And so that was a heartbreaking moment for me because I felt like I was on my own. I felt like I had more to give, but nobody liked me and nobody listened to me. And in that moment, I formed a limiting belief um, that I carried with myself for many years that I can shine bright, but not too bright. Because if I'm too bright, I get cut down. And I see this happen in the industry and within uh, groups of women far too much. And so I made a pact to myself in that moment uh, that... I would overcome it all. I would become unstoppable, but I wouldn't do it with anybody else's rules. And I think this is one of the reasons we, we get along so well because I live my life my way. And I know Jen Parker lives her life her way. And I absolutely adore witnessing and watching you become unstoppable and be unstoppable. So yeah, I just decided when I had my kids. Uh, so I went from the corp, uh, from the uh, athletics into the corporate world. So I was once again thinking I was unstoppable, but I was pushing really hard. I was sacrificing a lot. I was using that push pattern, that masculine drive, that like get shit done quickly uh, to get my job in the corporate world. And I was in the beautiful office. I was earning all this money and I thought I was unstoppable, but then I got sick. And then I was like, actually, no, this is not unstoppable. And then fast forward to a few years and I was still really pushing hard and I wanted to write books and I wanted to start podcasts and I wanted to have a family, but I just couldn't because I was just married to this job that just wasn't lighting my soul on fire. And I was miserable driving to work. And it just seems like a lifetime ago, even sharing about it now. And I didn't used to share this part of the story because I thought, well, it's not relevant. But then as I started to do more amazing things in the world, I was like, it kind of is relevant because there's women listening to this or maybe women stuck in that pattern that are looking at me and you and going, oh, it's so gay for them. They they don't know what it's like to be stuck in a nine to five or they don't know what it's like to be, you know, whatever the experience is. So yeah, I really like to share where I've come from. So if you are in that position now, we are no different to you. We just made a pact. We made a decision one day to become unstoppable. And yeah, so I decided uh, I ended up having a family, which called for something softer. I had two little kids and that really brought out the mama bear inside of me as well. I thought I was unstoppable before that, but after having the kids, you really get to meet a different part of yourself and you really get to understand what women are capable of. So I have two children now, Ross is 10 and Esme is eight. And I think that really was the catalyst for this softer version of me, this even more wealthy and exposed and vulnerable version of me where I really show up before I accomplish or achieve the thing. And I share the whole journey, the highs, the lows, the tracksuit pants, the, you know, the poo and spew moments where you feel like you've got this dream, you want to write your book or you want to start your podcast and you're petrified because naturally I'm a really shy person. Um, I can't spell. So I wanted to write this book. I had a dream to write the book <laughs> and yeah, I didn't know where to start. And it just like physically made me feel sick and ill to like to, to my core. And then when I had that feeling, and this is out there for anybody else that's out there at the moment, like if you want to do that thing and it makes you feel sick, that is not the excuse or the reason not to do it. That is the reason it's a must for you. If it's if it's activating you and making you feel a certain way, like we said earlier, Jen, it's just all those self-sabotaging voices in our head that are stopping us from getting the thing that that we want. But then I just want to add in there in terms of being a, an unstoppable woman, like being resilient and the thing that we think that we want 
is not necessarily the thing. And a lot of us can get attached to that. Like what we think we want. I want to write a book. I want to start a podcast. I want a million dollar business. I want X, Y, and Z. What my invitation here is to go underneath that. What do you think that the thing is going to give you? I want a partner. I want a relationship. I want more money. It's not the partner, the relationship or the money that you're seeking and craving. Go beneath that and ask yourself, what does that thing represent to me? And then when you can get really crystal clear and pinpoint what you're calling into your life. So it may be things like freedom. It might be something like connection. There's a lot of lonely people out there at the moment. And ask yourself those really profound, insightful questions and get really connected with your why and why you want those things or you're calling those things into your life. Because the other thing I noticed for women is that we did, we get what we want. We probably all had a, a, an opportunity to experience and express this. We get what we want. And then it's okay, cool. I've worked three or four years really hard for this. I got it. And then you just look around, celebrate for two days. Woohoo, yeah, great. What's next? And it's yeah. unfulfilling. And you just start searching again and seeking again. And so I was noticing that within the industry. And I was like, what is going on here? And it's like, ah, it's because people are chasing the thing and not the fulfillment. Let's be fulfilled and connected and loving and free first. And then from that space, really call in what we're craving in life which might be the materialistic thing. So yeah, unstoppable um, with some stops on the way, stop and have a little bit of a break, but it never, it never leaves my heart that what I am here for is deeper level of leadership, a deeper level of service and a deeper level of impact. Mm. And that my heart is my medicine. And I think that's what people feel from me. People, you know, activating investment to start to work with us. And I've built up to that but people feel it. They say they're yes. And many people stay with us for years to come because what we do is the unstoppable in us you, is reflected to you. And so the same people that are listening to you, Jen, and following you, because I know you're doing really well with your coaching at the moment and all your containers, that unstoppable piece of you is a reflection to all those beautiful, incredible humans that get to work with you. And I know your heart and I know your commitment and I know your devotion to this work. And it's so refreshing and it's so inspiring. And yeah. Yeah. Very blessed to be able to be here and, and have this conversation with you and share it. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving us such a good understanding about where you started. And I think so many women really experience the that chasing feeling that we feel that we've got to do what society tells us is the level of success and you know corporate getting a particular job and you know you are going to be happy and when we are constantly in that mindset because we have to understand that we've been conditioned this way and women you know, worked very hard to seek um, rights so we were able to vote. So, you know, I think a lot of the time we we want all of it, but I think the thing is we we think we've got to have it all at at the same time, completely in harmony, and we feel that if we you know focus a little bit, say on our career, that we're being we, we feel that guilty feeling, and men don't feel that way because they haven't been conditioned that way, but women have been. So I'm really interested, Di, you know, how, you know, beautifully you put that because I think a lot of the listeners can, you know, really resonate with that message of feeling like, you know, you started your journey as an athlete 
And so you felt in yourself becoming unstoppable. And then you came back and, you know, I'm hearing you felt, you know, felt shame of, you know, oh, well, I, I can't be too bright. I want to be bright, but not too bright. And it isn't it interesting as women, we, we talk about, you know, empowering each other. But when someone is doing really well, we can feel threatened mm. by someone else, you know, excelling. And it's, it's does a lot of inner work, but sometimes we see someone doing well because we think that we're not worthy of that. And so becoming unstoppable, what I want people to really un- understand with becoming unstoppable, you already are unstoppable within yourselves you already have everything you need in here it's that you are basically stripping off the bull crap that you've been you know carrying on the heavy emotional rocks that you've been carrying for possibly decades so that you can ignite this inner power and you'll you you still will fear doubt and you're you're so focused on your vision and, you, you know, speaking about this why, I think we all want and we all desire for these big things, but it's it can be our sabotaging, you know, patterns that are coming into play. And I can tell you most people don't even know of some of these behaviours because they're like, oh, no, I'm pretty good. And it's like, for example, like this thing of people choosing saying I'm so busy oh I'm just so busy the thing is you're choosing to be busy right so in every moment we are choosing every single thing we do so yeah I just wanted to put that disclaimer that you are all unstoppable it's just that maybe you feel like you've got a lot of the societal you know heavy expectations or you've put your own expectations and they're limiting you instead of feeling free. And we've got to do it not my way or Di's way. You've got to do it what feels like, oh, that feels, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this, you know. And sometimes it's scary as AF, (laughs) let's be honest. But sometimes it's sort of like jumping out of a plane. You're not really ever prepared for it. And then, you know, I remember jumping out of a plane and I was so petrified I couldn't even scream (laughs) but I did it and I was like okay I've done that I've done that you know and each time we do something we're like oh gosh I've done it because sometimes we I, I was doing some reading about you know the scariest things that we've come across write it down and it's like okay did you survive it yeah and a lot of the time, the things that were really tricky or whatever, for me and from my experience, it's always worked out. So everything, now I, I was doing a bit of a moment of reflection today. Every single thing that I have wanted happens, but not when I want it to, because I'm very impatient. You know that. And I'm very like action taker. Come on, come on, come on. And sometimes that force within us we have to connect deeper to that so then you know that self-doubt isn't riding the wave I'm like, oh well you know it'll come 
And if it's not meant to come, like sometimes people are forcing things that are never, ever meant to be like a, a career. Like I was in a terrible career that I didn't like. And then as soon as I released, everything just sort of worked out. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had that sort yeah. of experience when you're, you're holding on, you're like contracting and holding on so tight and then suddenly you're like, hang on, I'm, I'm going to just let go a little bit and you, you soften and you let go and then something more magical comes your way. Have you found that? Yeah, and, and you sharing it like that, Jen, has helped me realise that I think people because of the conditioning, like you mentioned earlier, they mix up being unstoppable with pushing really hard, being in pain mm. or wearing busy as a badge of honour. Yes. And not because we're bad people, because simply we have been conditioned that way. And I heard you say yeah. earlier, like it could have been decades for people. My belief is that it's been lifetimes. Like we mm -hmm. are carrying the generational healing and generational wounds of our parents, our mum and her mum, and her mum, and her mum, and her mum. And so I feel like so many of us unstoppable women are coming together now to have these conversations, to bring it to the light, to activate each other so we can come together and heal the wounds. So in terms of like that releasing and letting go and fully surrendering, that is part of being unstoppable. So I don't want people to get like I was for many years and like I would work really hard and I was overachiever and I can still be work really hard and overachiever, but now I blend that beautifully with softening, like you said, and letting go of the grip and full embodied surrender, attending my own retreats, creating my own products, sitting in meditation, drinking my cacao, like I'm making more money than I ever dreamed of, like beyond my dreams. And I do less now, but that is not to say I sit here on the mountaintop and meditate the whole time. I am unstoppable because I choose my life. I listen to the conditioning. I have such a deep awareness and I'm always open to learning more and having more conversations about it. And if you leave with nothing else from this podcast and hearing us speak today, simply just asking yourself, like, where are you conditioned? If you're going to dinner parties and having chats with people and, and things are triggering you, don't let that doubt, don't let that anger, don't let that frustration, don't let that passion be muted because other people don't know how to receive it. Mm. Go away and do the work on it and go, where, where is this passion coming from? Why am I feeling this? Because I've been conditioned to think and feel and act a certain way as a woman in this society that deep down in my desires, I would rather be doing X, Y, and Z. And there's not, Jen's not here to tell you it's right or wrong. I'm not here to tell you it's right or wrong. If you feel it and we can connect you back to your body and that feeling, you will overcome anything that is put in mm. front of you. Absolutely anything. Because I can guarantee one thing, the shit is going to hit the fan on this journey to being unstoppable and claiming your unstoppableness, if that is even a word, the shit will hit the fan. It's not a harmonious, beautiful mm. journey on um, a very relaxed boat in the harbour if you choose unstoppable, if you claim unstoppable as part of your identity and your life, imagine a roller coaster or imagine being out in those choppy seas and you don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to sail that boat in the choppy seas on your own. Sometimes it's going to be choppy. Other times you're going to be sitting there drinking um, champagne and cheese, drinking the champagne, eating the cheese with your friends, watching the sunset. And I think that's a big part of also being unstoppable and releasing that grip is really embodying and embracing the contrast of it all. 
Mm. Like some days are going to look like hustle, work really hard. The house is a mess. There's shit everywhere. The cat's around under my feet. The, the potatoes are boiling over the kids in the bath, hitting each other over the head with whatever they can get access to. <laughs> yeah. My phone's ringing and ringing off the bench. And then yep. there's other days that um, everything is su- smooth sailing, but I would say it's more not smooth sailing than the other. Yeah. And just making that and choosing that, that doubt, I heard you mention doubt before, that doubt is the doorway to the next level of life for you. Yeah. Whenever there's doubt for me, I'm like, cool, come and visit because you're my guidepost. And I also heard the self-sabotage. Like this is just a natural part of who we are and how we've been conditioned and how the brain works. Self-sabotage is there. Great, welcome it. Hello, self-sabotage. What are you telling me today? Mm-hmm. Do I actually believe you? Or am I going to go inside to my heart and create my own path, make my own rules? So sabotage being the segue to success. Instead of like, oh, I've hit this roadblock and now I need to stop and I'm not good enough and I don't know how. No, F that. You are good enough. You do know how. Not my way, not Jen's way, your way. And that's what we're here to to bring you back to your your body and your truth so you can wake up every single morning and do and be and have whatever you desire, Mm. whatever you desire. But most of us don't know ourselves well enough to know what makes us happy. That was me for years had this job, all this money, fast car, hot boyfriend, house at Belimba, thought I was happy. I was asleep. I was so asleep, so miserable, overweight, depressed, anxious. And so, yeah, not saying that's wrong. I'm grateful for it because it's led me to where I am today. But wherever you are on this journey, you are listening to this podcast for a reason. And I find that with podcasts, they seem to land at the exact right time for people. Yeah. Absolutely. You, yeah. You are already unstoppable. You just have to claim it. And yes. then be the woman that when the shit hits the fan and the waters get choppy and you feel like you're going to need to burn everything down and scream and roar, like choose it again. When the self sabotage comes in, because it will, when the doubt creeps in, because it will, choose again. I am her. I am the woman that is unstoppable. I am surrounded by un- other unstoppable women create a community or become a part of a community that just reflects back to you your unstoppability. Is that even a word? It is now. <laughs> Let's just claim it as claim a it. new word in the in the in the vocab. And I think, you know, so many of us, yeah, we're we fit we're very disconnected. And when you were talking about, you know, I felt like I was asleep. I when I started doing all of this work, um and, you know, I was really starting to see things differently. Wake up. <laughs> waking up. I literally felt like I opened my eyes mm. for the first time and I just saw things very differently because I was in such a heightened anxiety state for most of my life. I was so worried. Like I literally always felt like my tummy was always clenched yeah. very, and very tightly. It's great we're talking about this because so many of you will be feeling that and not even noticing it because it's mm. your normal, because your mm. parents felt like that, because your teachers displayed that and portrayed that for you. So that is such an important piece and part. And if everybody's open to going there now, regardless of how established or how far along the journey we are, there's always going to be something. So both Jen and I can do it with you now, like just 
simply closing your eyes, taking a nice big deep breath in and scanning your body and seeing what's there for you. Is there a knot in the pit of your stomach, which is there for a lot of us? Most of the time it becomes our new normal. Is there like a lump in your throat when you swallow? Is there like tension around the back of your neck? And all those tiny little things are just like clues as to what your body is telling you, if it's happy or if it's in a state of what Jen mentioned earlier, is it in a state of nervousness and worry? And simply like just noticing it and feeling it now as you're driving or as you're walking, Jen and I are sitting here with our eyes shut on the Zoom. Because this is something both Jen and Jen and I will do regularly is just tune in. What's my body telling me? What does she want from me today? What can I do to soothe her and make her feel safe? Because let me tell you, society ain't set up to make your body feel safe. Mm. So yeah, just, just go there and maybe this will be your awakening. Or maybe this will be the next level of light for you knowing that both Jen and I have come from being in a deep slumber to feeling like, you know, we've woken up. And I know there's so much more to go personally. And I never claim to be at the top. I always claim to be a student and to be learning and opening. So, yeah, just really sitting with that breath for a little longer, a little longer sometimes than what's comfortable because slowing down is another thing we've been conditioned that it's uncomfortable. It's like, if I'm not getting all this stuff done, who am I? We create an identity around how much we're getting done, around how much we worry. And just a, a, a question here, like if you didn't have worry and that like just continuous doubt that we've been conditioned to think and feel, what would you feel that space with? And take a moment now to, to really explore that. What would you feel that space with if you didn't have to worry, if you didn't have that tenseness and tightness in your tummy? And then, you know, maybe either Jen or I could share. So you're going to have yours, but sometimes I find when you first start out on this journey, it's nice to hear someone else's so you can create a little bit of a reference point. So Jen, do you want to share like what you would want to fill this space with? for your listeners and yourself and your family? Yeah. So for me, it's, you know, deep, it's love. It's unconditional love for myself, for my children, for my husband, and for all of my, you know, clients and my community. It's just that, un, you know, that, that deep connection of love. Because when I truly love and accept myself, the more that everyone else flourishes. And I'm sure everyone listening can really attune to that. Mm, and, and really how it. that, yeah, and how it feels and that that just, you know, really connecting to that feeling of love. Divine feel, love. Yeah. And you can I can feel it from Jen right now. Granted, I, I can see her except my eyes are shut. Um but that transmission of love, you would have heard Jen's voice change, the pace changed, and she is transmitting pure divine love right now. And whether you're open or whether you're closed, 
you'll you'll receive that on some level Mm. and so you get to choose whether you're going to fully open your heart and bust it open and just let it flow in or if you're feeling a little uncertain or sure you know you're driving or going on your run (laughs) maybe you can receive it another way and once again you get to choose that So really anchoring in that feeling of divine love and spaciousness and possibility and noticing how this feels in your body as as opposed to the tenseness and the tightness and the constriction of how we're taught to feel before we know. Oh, we never know where these things are going to take us, do no. we? No, and that's that's what I love about interviewing amazing people is really letting it flow, letting it go where it's meant to go. You know, obviously we have a bit of an idea about what we're, you know, the whole premise of, you know, your journey, et cetera, but I really love just letting the energetics just flow and really letting it organically happen so people can witness that magic mm. as we witness, witness the that magic. magic yeah absolutely I think so that's another guiding principle in claiming you're unstoppable really being able to master that skill if that's what the ability capacity to go with the flow yeah it's not and it, always easy. <laughs> it's not. And and I think sometimes we feel like we do something once. Like mindset work is not something you do once. Like if you brushed your teeth once in your life, they would fall out of your head. Yes. You don't just go to the gym once and do weights and, you know, look like Arnold Schwarzenegger if that's your thing. You have to, it's so underestimated. But you, it's the one thing that you do the most of. Mm-hmm. And, and when I talk to many, many, many people, they always talk about, oh, I can't stop thinking about this. Or, oh, and it's like, well, it's training our brains to see another way. And going with the flow might just be sitting down outside and just noticing how, how you know noticing and being mindful how the sun feels on your body because i think a lot of people really feel you know at times it feels like oh i've got to sit down and i've got to hold my hands in a mudra and you know oh my god you know and even me like i sometimes lie down and i'm like oh my god my mind gets really busy and so what i do is i'll just go outside and just feel the sun even if it's for a minute or two and just go okay that's pretty good or it might just be like your the nature you know the beauty of just going outside um you know full transparency like today we're preparing we're preparing my youngest who has special needs for going to school so we thought okay well we'll we'll walk to school and you know at times it's not all you know it's, you know you know perfectly harmonious you know he he sometimes runs away and he gets you know overexcited and he you know doesn't want to go to kindergarten he wants to stay home and he gets very you know fixated on one train of thought 
And so I always remind myself that even when I get overwhelmed and stressed and all of that, that I'm doing the best I can in that moment. And the more that I really listen to what my body needs, I need that. So, you know, we had the plan of walking to the coffee shop. That didn't go to plan. That's okay. Even though I was like, nah, you know, when we came back, well, when I came back, that was my priority because I only have one coffee a day. So that was my priority. And I just sat just for a little bit, just sat. And it was literally two minutes, but I just sat with that and really that mindful, like sipping on it. So I think sometimes people think that they've got to go from A to Z, but sometimes, you know, or, you know, I I worked in a stroke and rehab unit and, you know, people, their focus was getting out, but to get there, you have to get on the first rung of the ladder. And the first rung of people's ladder might just be, is actually having the awareness that you want something better because you cannot change anything within your life unless you you know it exists when you know it exists and you you know welcome self-doubt welcome welcome you can address it and it's just knowing that it does it's a commitment because you're so committed to where you want to go in your life it's a way of life isn't it's it? a way it's yeah. it's not just doing something once it's rinse and repeat constantly yeah rinse repeat and refine if you keep rinsing and repeating the same thing it's going to wear out so something that worked perfectly for you one year two years 10 years eventually you're going to get the call you've rinsed and repeated this enough let's try something different Mm, it's like that up level Yeah, yeah it's it's that up level and I think it's that real listening to the body wisdom. I don't think a lot of people really understand about that or they get very, oh, I'm feeling angry and they just make it, oh, well, that I shouldn't do this, but that's just an emotion. They're guided by that instead of what they truly, truly desire because they're so disconnected. So I think you've put some beautiful, yeah, gold nuggets, let's say. We love the gold nuggets. We love the gold nuggets. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. So is there anything else that you would like to share our amazing listeners? Uh, I think just go for it. Like choose what you want and go for it. And like you said earlier, it's not about jumping from A to Z. Like a lot of people think it is and they might look in at mine and your journey and go, like I said earlier, it's, it's easy for them. You know, I've written two books now. I'm up to 111 on my podcast. I run sold out retreats. I speak on stages globally when the when the world is open but that started with that wake-up moment and then it started by taking little actions rinsing and repeating every single day and then getting three months into that three years into that and refining it and going oh is this still working for me and then continuing to choose to be the woman that is unstoppable even when it's hard even when it's scary even when you don't think you can go on even when it's chaotic and not just when it's good. like, And then surrounding yourself with the right people is, uh, I think, key point number one. So all those little things are just from A to B and then B to C and then C to D 
And a lot of people underestimate those two, those little two millimeter consistent moves to building the life of their dreams. Mm. So just remember whatever you're going through, because I know some people are going through a lot at the moment and yeah, it might be like the people in the stroke ward that are just their, their goal is to get out and never compare yourself to anyone else or a past version of yourself. What is true and alive for you is right right now is okay. Mm. And when we can honor that and meet that, that's when the real magic starts to open up and really start to blossom and unfold. And yeah, you can have the things that you desire and you want in your life and it can be easy and it can be fun. Don't wear being busy as a badge of honor. I did it for so long. I still catch myself sometimes doing it. How are you? Yeah, really busy. No, I'm not busy. <laughs> I'm activated and I'm full, but I am not busy. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely like Watching agree. our language, that's, you know, some people also, there's a myth out there that you need to go and sign up for the $10,000 program. If you want one, of course, I've got one there for you. But you do, like simple things like watching your language. When I first woke up and that's why I put myself in and around people like you Jen because you'll reflect it back to me you'll call me on my bullshit you'll we show up for each other but just simply watch your language how are you oh I'm tired if you say hello I'm tired I'm tired all the time or life sucks then you're going to be tired and life is going to suck and that's still something that I learned 10 years ago even if I feel like a bloody bag of prawns in a hot car on a hot day you know I've got my friends there that I can un um what is it you can vent with and get it off. But if you're at the petrol station or the grocery store and someone says, how are you? And you're like, oh my God, terrible in the news and this and that, then your life is going to be terrible. Mm. Like smile and be that person that injects happiness into their day. Even if you feel like a bag of shit, like let's be the contagious, you know, fear is contagious and it, and it like runs rampant, but so is love and so is happiness. Yes. Oh, so beautifully put because I think it's, you know, and it's really good workout smiling and laughing. It's a great workout, you know, even when you're going, I'm just going to pretend to just do it like when you're doing the fake laughing. I've done that for photo shoots and then I just I, I honestly, I cannot stop laughing. And they're like, this is great. <laughs> Keep going. And you're like, oh, this is so fun. Yeah, so, <laughs> so important. Yeah, beautifully put. And I think language is such an important thing and really about showing up for you, making that decision, that commitment, saying yes, and that it isn't always smooth sailing. But the reason that people are so committed to it is because where they are is so painful and they're actually letting their fears win, is they're not living their life of their dreams. Life is short, people, and I think we forget that. Life is short. Go and take some risk and believe in yourself. So yes. we want to hear from these guys, don't we, Jen? Yeah, we, we do. What are they going to do? Like life is short. What What are you claiming for yourself? Where can they put all that so we can go read them too? Yeah. On your Facebook page? Yeah, well, I'll put all the links in the show notes, but I've got the, the Facebook group Becoming Unstoppable for soul-led, courageous female entrepreneurs so people can join there where I we can sort of have some conversation. And for people who are interested in following you, Di, what's the best way they can do that? Oh, guys, I've got everything. I've got books, I've got podcasts, I've got retreats. So what's the most central way? The most central way online would be uh, Facebook, 
Diane McKendrick or those two sisters. So that is my brand. I work with my sister and we're creating a sisterhood of women that are unstoppable and doing similar to Jen in our way. So those two sisters or Diane McKendrick on Facebook. And then we also have Instagram, Diane McKendrick. Diane has one N. So D-I-A-N-E McKendrick, M-C-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K or those two sisters on Instagram. And then our website is getting revamped at the moment. It's still live. You can still go and have a look at all our merchandise. I have books. I have jewelry. I have um, beautiful, luxurious, personalized journals. I have beautiful, luxurious, personalized pens. You name it. I've got it all over there on the website, www.those2, and it's the number two, those two sisters.com. So you can go over there and get a really good feel for who I am, what I do, and yeah, lots of blogs and content on there as well. Yeah, I'm amazing. Really and what we'll do is we'll put all the, you know, all of the links in the, the show notes so people can continue following you as well. So thank you so much, Di. So thank, thank you. you, everyone. This is absolutely epic. And um, yeah, be sure to leave a five-star review. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. If you're ready to start your journey of becoming unstoppable, please join my community of Becoming Unstoppable for soul-led, courageous female entrepreneurs. This is where I share weekly trainings and all great resources. Have a lovely day.